This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brown. With me today is middle brother who gets no respect, Steve Brown. Steve, are you feeling respected today? Uh, yeah, you know. Have I respected you enough? You have. I mean, you carved out 15 minutes of your time tonight to come and talk to me. So that just shows how much you respect me. I do respect you. I'm glad you're feeling respected today. Um, there wasn't much respect in the game we're going to cover this this that? evening. This Thursday <laughs> evening in uh, January in New England. Nice and cold. But uh, we're, we're traveling back in time to November 23rd, 2003. And the Patriots are in Houston, Texas at Reliance Stadium. Uh, pretty brand new. And this would be where the Super Bowl is being held this year. So getting a bit of a sneak preview. Spoiler alert. Um, but the commentators in this game could not stop gushing about this. And I think they said something about how this was the largest like non-playoff crowd to watch a football game. Yeah, non-Super Bowl crowd. That's what it was, yeah. And the attendance apparently, according to Pro Football Reference, was 70,719. Kind of a lot. Big. Yeah. I mean, it's not like college football big. It'll seems like 100,000. But that's, I mean, I wonder where that ranks nowadays. I don't care. <laughs> Stack chat. I actually, I actually Greg. don't wonder. Stack chat. No. Yeah, uh, Greg's not here today. Baby brother Greg Brown not here again. He's uh you know, busy with work or something like adult bullshit like that. Um, but unlike the adults that we are, who are also busy with work and still doing shit, uh, he's decided he can't join us. That's not true. I'm not busy with work. I play. I work in golf, so I don't do shit. That's true, and I and I build the internet, so I really don't do shit either. I build the. Internet. I wish. Oh, oh, thanks, Al Gore. Jesus fucking Christ, Andy. No, he invented it. I just built it. <laughs> oh, oh, so, yeah, sorry. Get it right, Steve. That's my fault. <laughs> You're right. Um. So the Patriots coming into this game at eight and two, are facing the Texans at four and six, and uh, just to point out, the Patriots would not lose another game this season. The Texans would not win another game this season. They would finish. Four and twelve. Um, nah, it's no, like I lied. This team broke them. No, I lied. They will finish five and eleven. They'll won't, okay. they'll win one more game. Uh, last year, the their this is their second year in existence. The year before, they went four and twelve. Um, so not great. Uh, but you know, there's still there's still an expansion team. So you, even though the the other two expansion teams that came before them and the Jaguars and the Panthers had that early success, remember they both kind of like made the playoffs the first year in in existence. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, that didn't happen. The Texans uh, finished five and eleven, fourth, fourth, last in the AFC South. Did not make the playoffs, um, and they weren't great. They they actually win next week. I just looked it up. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, um, their wins came against like the Falcons, decent teams. Yeah, they beat the Falcons, who were eventual, still eventual Super Bowl champion or Super Bowl runner-up, Carolina Panthers. Well, thanks for ruining that for me. That was going to be my big, uh, big reveal. <laughs> but they also beat the Bills with uh, Drew Bledsoe and 
uh, one of the other AFC East teams. I can't remember who it was. Do you have it there? Uh, Falcons, Bills, Panthers, and the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Yes. Okay. So it's the Dolphins. Week one and the Bills. Dolphins. Yeah. They'd actually beat the Bills the week before they came to New England, uh, the, this New England game. And they took New England. Uh, we'll, we'll say it at the beginning here. They, they took New England to overtime and ended up losing 23 Deep to 20. Overtime. It was only yes. like four minutes left, five minutes left, something like that. Uh, I don't even think it was that long left. Maybe two minutes. It was a. It wasn't really close to being time, but it was deep. Um. So, the all right, fuck it. We'll we'll start we'll start from the end today. The Patriots won this game with an Adam Vinatieri twenty or field goal with forty five seconds left in overtime. Forty five. Wow. Forty five. Nice. Yeah. Is this the longest game they've ever played? Uh, without being a tie, maybe. I'm sure there's probably been games that. How many ties does Tom Brady have? You tell me. Zero. I know. He doesn't have any. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Belichick has uh, never tied a football so game. So if this is this has got to be time wise the longest. I don't remember them ever kicking a game winning field goal with 40 seconds in OT. You know, they've had a bunch of OT wins. It's true. And they even said on this broadcast they had won eight straight. Yes. Yeah. But for Which Tom Brady's, this might be his longest ever game. Yeah, I mean, and if it isn't, it's only by seconds, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, a max like forty-three seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable putting this in longest game territory. Forty-five. I mean, maybe left. not in like probably an actual time, right? That That's Falcons true. one maybe is the time longest game, right? From like six p.m. Eastern to. 9:30 or whatever, but this, as yeah. far as game time, is probably the longest. Uh, well, they have that on Pro Football Reference. This took three hours and 44 minutes. And how much did the Super Bowl take? Uh, I don't know. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can look it up. Stat check. Uh, let's actually look up longest no, NFL you, game. What year was that Super Bowl? 2018. Yeah. 2016, wasn't it? No, sorry, you're right. 2018. You just win so many, it's hard. No, nope, like, it wasn't. <laughs> 2018. Goddamn. Uh, it's so many of them. No, to, it was 2016. I was right the first time. Jesus. All right. Uh, the the length of that game was three hours and 47 minutes. And this is 3:44. This 3:44. Wow. And it went to 45 seconds left in overtime. God. Whereas the Falcon Super Bowl went to, it was the first drive of overtime, wasn't it? Yeah. Patriots got the ball and never looked back. Tell you what, listeners will save you an hour of this and just don't watch the first half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't Skip watch the first half. In fact, uh, I, let's, let's give this a score. I want yeah, to I I hear what you have for a watchability score out of six Lombardies. So I didn't know the, I didn't know the score. I didn't remember this game before I watched it. Uh, and I watched the first half, and I was like, oh, "Celtics are on." Maybe I should watch that. <laughs> and then I looked at the score. I was, I was like, "I'll see if it, if there's even touchdowns worth watching." And I saw it was an overtime, so I was like, "All right, I'll watch the other half." And then I started playing it, and I saw that it was like another, you know, it was an extra. First half is an hour. Second half is an hour and a half. I was like, yeah, this is a big day. commitment this week to for then, watching this game. Yeah. Or you can just make it an hour and a half. Just cut out the other shit. 
I mean, you could probably start in the fourth quarter if you want to be honest. Sure, yeah. I mean, so I mean, first quarter, nothing happens. Uh, the Texans score a field goal off of uh, like an actual legit drive. It was the only legit drive of the whole thing for Tony Banks and the Texans. Yeah, Tony. To- yeah. So actually, yeah. Before before we dive right in, I actually want to talk about the Texans um, because this was the David Carr era. The David Carr King of Sacks. Because in the one, two, three, four, five years he was with the the Texans. He had Yeah, geez. it's not David Carr's fault, okay? I think everyone needs No, to I'm not that. I'm not saying it is. No, but with the Texans the king of sacks. He was sacked. Well, I mean he's not the king. He's your poor <laughs> he's the poor sap of sacks. Well, the fact that he was able to rack up so many so quickly. Well, their O-line was trash. There was no names on the O-line I'd ever heard of. In the the five years he's with Houston, he had 249 sacks. He was sacked that many times. So he didn't have them. He was he was the victim of 249 yes, sacks. Poor sappy sack. And this was the only year he didn't get sacked. Uh Actually, uh, let's say this. Out of those, uh, this is the only year he didn't get sacked more than 40 times. Well, he wasn't even playing, Andy. He's injured in this game. Right. He, he, he only, goddamn much he only lasted 11 games. But in those 11 games, he was only sacked 15 times. Where in 2002, he was sacked 76 times in one season. Which, uh, let's do the math real quick. 76 divided by 16. He was sacked uh, four point four and three quarters sacks Per game. He was at almost five times a game. And then this year was 15 because he didn't last the season. And then uh, 49 the year after that, 68 the year after that, and then 41 before he finally left Houston. After he left Houston, um, he never started a full season, but he also never got sacked more than 13 times in a season. That being true, Tom Brady took four sacks in this game. Um, True. Banks took three. Yeah, David Carr wasn't sacked once. <laughs> yeah, and Carr took zero. Yeah, because he'd been hurt the week before. But Tom Brady, he was fucking getting beaten, getting beaten up. He was. Yeah, this uh, Dom Capers yeah, I, defense, I think, was legit. It was the Steve Martin revenge game. Is that is that the same Steve Martin? Yes, it is the same Steve. Yeah, Martin. He played out of his mind. He was crushing it. Yep. he was so mad at Belichick. He was, he had like two of the sacks or something like that. Something like, yeah, he, uh, he had a bunch he, of disruptive plays. Like he was all over the field. He showed up in this game. Yeah, because there was uh, another Banks on their, in their defense. And both of them, or Martins, rather, both of them. I did were. recognize some guys on, I mean, Aaron Glenn, I guess the cornerback is the only one that I had actually heard of. True. Uh, Marlon McCree was on this, oh, yeah. this team, who I mean, like a, will recognize. But like, <laughs> we'll this is like him. backside, right? Because didn't they form the expansion teams by just, picking a bunch of players off the rosters because the announcers kept like, eh, formally of this team and formally yeah. that team and formally of this team. Yeah. So basically it was, um, I think you could protect a certain amount of players, but then the, right. yeah, the, the new team would get to like choose a, a certain amount of players off of your team. Um, but yeah, no real names um, on this defense. Their 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 leaders on defense. Cornerback uh, Marcus Coleman had seven interceptions and twenty two pass defense, which is pretty good. Jamie Sharper, who 
I don't think I recognize. No. Uh, had four sacks on the team. But listen to this, four sacks, This is a, he's a linebacker. Four sacks, 166 combined tackles, 107 solo. That's a lot of tackles. Yeah. Their, their other linebacker, 136 combined tackles, 101 solo. Mm, the offense didn't stay on the field because that's what it is. They just is, uh, and and the defense couldn't get off the field because the I offense mean, had some sick receivers though. They did, but they didn't. I guess they didn't have an offensive line or time to throw because they finished uh, 28th in the league in points for and 27th in the league in points against. I mean, it's Andre Johnson's rookie year. Yep. And I mean, Jabbar Gaffney's. I feel. Not that old at this point, right? This is we will year. see. This is his second year, so yeah, we'll see. Johnson Gaffney, those receivers are legit. Yeah, Andre Johnson was a rookie this year, picked third overall from uh, Miami. I mean, you can't at least fault their first picks. I mean, David Carr, I think, was the consensus number one overall quarterback. Something like that, yeah. And then second year, I mean, then, Andre Johnson yeah, is a beast. He's probably the best player in Texans history. Yeah, he's, if he's not, he's up there. He's got to be, right? I mean, you would I mean, think I Watson, guess maybe. Yeah, Watson when, but when Watson's done, he definitely will be. And, Assuming uh, he doesn't get traded. And Hopkins, too, for that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Hopkins had a chance, but no, he got traded. But I think Andre yeah. Johnson's biggest claim to fame is beating the shit out of, uh, what's his name, the cornerback from Tennessee. No, maybe it should be being really good and then not getting traded. <laughs> uh on trail roll i think that's who that big beef was was it uh i feel like it was i don't know it was like someone like that i remember that though yeah stat check Steelers uh Cortland finnegan that's who it was the man with two irish first names can we talk about our receivers in this game though wait we had some dude yeah we had some some ones right. i'd never even so thought i i had to, one of them i had to take a snapchat of some of my friends was like <laughs> is this for real is this real life so we've talked about that yeah the the uh, injuries on this season are fucking out of control the patriots they said in this game have now had 42 different starters on offense and defense uh the last teams to have led the league in starters like overall None of them finished over 500. Most of them finished with like two or three wins. Yeah, and it was all on the defense, and actually they're all back now pretty much. Yeah, but now the offense is barren. Now the now the wide receiver is just getting yeah. worked. David Patton is on IR, which, did we know that? Did we know he was out for the season? No, I didn't think that. That was I, news to me, and they, they dropped it real casual. They did, yeah, So, but I think that's a more recent development. I don't, I don't remember hearing that up until this game. Uh, David Givens is out. Troy Brown is out, which left Bethel Johnson. Who had a pretty had best game as a pro. Had his first uh, career touchdown in this game. He's he was from, this game. And Daniel Graham, who started the game with three consecutive dropped passes. It felt like more. Sure did. <laughs> but Brady kept going back to him because he had nobody else. He had Dion out there. So Tom Brady, I wrote this down too, was throwing to guys like Dietrich Ward. Yeah, Dietrich Ward was the first one that I was like, who? Yeah. And the commentators were even like, like, no, this isn't preseason, but yes, you are seeing a wide receiver with number 17 out there is Dietrich Ward. He, uh, I mean, he had some decent seasons with the Jets. Yeah. 
long time before this, I think. No, not even 2000. Three years yeah. before he had 54 catches, 800 yards. Yeah. Okay. And then what? And then what did he do in 2001, 2002? Uh, 200 yards, 172. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But the other name was even better 106 yards. Ooh. And a TD on the Patriots. What? Yes. Dude. Dietrich Ward? Dietrich Ward gets a touchdown later this season. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Looking forward <laughs> to that. Uh, all right. And then the other big name. The biggest name. Yeah. The, the biggest name. This is the one you Snapchat, isn't it? Yes, yes. Was J.J. Stokes, former first-round pick of the 49ers. Who is even more? out. But uh, yeah, so both of those the, those guys caught passes from Tom Brady in this game, and it was as bad as it sounds, really, on offense. Uh, but this is the perfect uh, point for me to point out that uh, early dynasty MVP Troy Brown. I thought it was Kevin. Falk. Kevin Falk. That's what I meant. I just have Troy Brown on the mind because he's injured and I miss him. But Kevin Falk, early early. Dynasty MVP Kevin Falk, leading rusher and receiver in this game. Yeah, yeah, he was just like similar though to Graham like earlier. He's just a beneficiary of ain't nobody else out there. Like, yeah, so limited. But he he ran for eighty of their one hundred twenty eight total rushing yards. So almost sixty, yeah, know, almost two thirds. So done at this point. It's it's hard to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, and they even have Mike Cloud in here running a couple times, and he just. It's not bad. He didn't do anything though. He's not like his when he first debuted, which I was all about Mike Cloud. I think yeah. he the touchdowns in him though. Mike Cloud, uh two carries, eight yards. Yeah, whatever. Longest of five. Yeah. And then one catch for eight. Five yards. and three. He didn't have any drops, he was fine. Yeah. He was better than Antoine, because anything's better than Antoine. Yeah. But then he then uh K Falk also had uh, hundred eight receiving yards as well, which was all a third of the teams. And he had a uh, crucial like penalty on third down on like a wheel route where he beat the linebacker and he had to hold him at the line. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he actually had another big screen called back too. They went for like 20. Oh, yeah. So he had himself a day. And that's because, like you said, there was literally nobody left. Um, but the defense is starting to to come into form that you remember from this this era, that 2003-2004 defense that was basically impenetrable. And it started kind of early, didn't it? Um, because yeah, half they said Tony Banks had like seven yards passing or something like that. It wasn't great, yeah, but it was um, ridiculously low stat. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, what did Tony Banks finished ten of twenty five for ninety three yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and three sacks. Eesh. That's a rough day. I mean, Rating of sixty point nine. So as bad as Brady's day was, it, Brady had a bad day too. Just Not, their offense didn't even gain 170 yards total. <laughs> they had 169. Yeah, and then the Patriots, on the other hand, had 472 total offensive yards and only put up 20 points. Like the the numbers were stacked for on the Patriots' favor. They had uh, like offensive plays was something they they showed that too, and it felt similar to the uh, the Falcon Super Bowl where they had like 85 offensive plays, but just like kept turning the ball over and shit. Three times. Yeah. Uh, I think all of them were Brady's fault. Oh, yeah. Because they had the two interceptions. Every single one. 
And then Brady got hit as he threw and like, oh, he was getting dragged to the ground, tried to throw it, and he like, it fell out backwards out of his hand. And that was returned. But getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, so lucky too. Yeah. On his turnovers. But yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the basically the first quarter was just one drive uh, surrounded by some three and outs. And it was uh, Texans try like they're they're starting to pull out all the stops in the first quarter they tried a flea flicker that didn't work because the pages defensive backs didn't bite on it um but then they get that pass interference that brings them to new england 15 and then they tried another trick play where they did like a they yeah. they tossed it to gaffney but it was a it was technically a like a, a throw behind and he went like to the throw pass, yeah. and they covered it yeah and so he reared back that like he was gonna throw and there was nothing, so he tucked it down and ran for 15 yards down to like inside the one. This is the same Gaffney that ends up playing in the 2017, yeah. Correct. This is that same Gaffney. So I mean he has 2006, I think. It was even better if you remember from 2007. It was like that, but like faster and more shifty. He had a sick run there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he was uh he was a an elusive fellow. Um, but so he takes it down to the one, and so they have First and goal from even inside the one, I'd say. And um, from there, they go three and out. New England defense in Ted Washington. There was a quote here. Uh, Randy Cross and Kevin Harlan in this one as commentators, which definitely not the A team, but that's fine. Uh, I think it was Randy Cross is the color guy. And he was talking about Richard Seymour and how big of a man he was. And Ted Washington's back at this point. So he said, uh, talk about Seymour as a man. Ted Washington is a man and a half. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But, they were pretty on on this game. Uh, I was not a fan of the commentators. Like game. I did not. Um, but yeah, just like, and they, they weren't wrong. Like Ted Washington, anybody that can make Richard Seymour look small is a fucking huge human being. And Ted Washington's that dude. This team, him being back, their run defense, short right the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, immediately. Especially on the, especially on this this goal line stand where they basically, the, the Texans go three and out from the goal line running it three times. No, they they ran it twice up the middle. They threw, the, they threw Greg's favorite route on third. Yeah, threw the fade route to Andre Johnson and Ty Law covered it and then basically teabagged Andre Johnson. Dude, it was a re- <laughs> he should have got a taunting penalty. For he sure. definitely... Belichick, yeah. very mad about that. Yeah, not happy. Just believe Belichick was like, you're so fucking lucky because I would have given the first, that would have given yeah. three more downs. Because that was on third down too. Yeah, you were but, getting off the field and you felt you had to be such a dickhead. You had to fucking stand over him with your balls hanging in his face <laughs> and waggle your finger at him. He did, like, legit did that. And the commentators were like, that should have been a taunting. And yeah. I was like, nope. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it should have. But it wasn't. So, um, good Texans. Ball. Huh? I just played that perfect. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. It was the perfect throw too, but yeah, great ball. Yep, Ty Law just knocked the hands down right at the last mm-hmm. second as Andrew Johnson got his hands on the football. So they start off a field goal. That's that's it for the first quarter. Um, second quarter, Brady says "fuck it" and um, just drives the the team down the field immediately, and then hits Bethel Johnson for a twenty-seven yard touchdown. Bethel Johnson's first ever as a dude. He looks he was. What Bella Johnson never really could do is break tackles, and he was, he was breaking tackles left and right in this game. He wasn't bad, yeah. He was running routes and everything too. Yeah, he ran like a nice you know corner out, broke the tackle, and then mm-hmm. field, and he's gone. 
Yeah, you can see that on uh, uh, Hype City Brady was too. They on the replay. Oh yeah, he he was the first one down there to congratulate him. He did those four yards and jumped right yeah. into Love the that. lap. Yeah, um, he don't do that no more. He does, just not for us. No, I don't even see him getting like I don't know, like a new. I don't know. I haven't watched all the Bucks games, so I don't know if you. Well, I'm working on a new project, so I had to grab all of the touchdowns he's thrown as a Buccaneer, and he does that. Why are you grabbing? Never mind. You know, I don't even. Don't. Yeah. When it's done, I'll I'll announce it. But yeah, he still does it. Um, I'm not. Whatever. Whenever it's done, I'm not going to watch it. Well, we'll see. Um, We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so Brady, uh, yeah, so he throws a touchdown. Pats are up 7 3. And then uh, Texans go three and out. Brady immediately drives them right back down the field again. They get inside the Texans 20. And then this is fucking ridiculous. Brady gets picked off, throws an interception on, I think it was on third down, throws an interception basically on the goal line to one of their linebackers. I, I felt like it was an even worse decision than that of him forcing it getting like half tackled he's on the five yard line yeah he's yeah everybody's packed in there he just tries to throw it and like three texans converge in one piece yeah. of and it gets picked off but as he starts returning it bethel johnson comes and punches the ball out and then the pages recover i think 4a jumped on it so the pages actually advanced like 10 yards <laughs> so now they're on like the five yard line but then we got a new set of downs out of it. Too. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what happens when you fumble so, and then refumble it. Yeah. And the only reason I knew I knew that rule was when we used to play like Madden or whatever those games were and turn the fumbles all the way up. So every play had three fumbles in it. Oh yeah. And every play was always a first down because you would fumble it and the other team would pick it up, return it, and they would fumble it and just back and forth. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that rule from. It was, a, it was a real roller coaster of a play. Yeah. Uh, so the Patriots have like first and goal from the five. Uh, and I think it's like an immediate false start because this, this is the season where they almost lead the league in penalties. I think they're third at this point. So many penalties. But like eight and a half per game or something ridiculous. So unpatriot like. Um, so I do that. And then Brady ends up like running it twice, uh, which is not good for your offense if Brady's trying to run it. He's got, he puts in the same situation again and he throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, uh, so they settle for field goal. And at this point, the commentators are on Vinatieri's nuts, like dangling off of them for, with their lips. Uh, they actually, hey, here God, we go. stop blaming these commentators because every fucking single commentator said this for about three years of, oh, Adam Vinatieri has never missed in the dome. They said that in the goddamn Super Bowl if you're trying to jinx them. So it finally fucking worked. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, go. Wide receiver position. Here's Adam Benatieri, who has never missed in his career in a dome. 20 yard, 21 yard field goal, and it is through. Cool. So why why are we playing that, Steve? Why are we uh, sharing a fucking 21 yard field goal on the commentation on it? Because later he misses one. <sighs> okay. I mean, that's why I say it. He misses one at the end of the half. So, all right, well, yeah, way to bury the lead, but cool. So they, so they, they oh, talk about that, about how he's never missed inside the dome. Uh, he hasn't, he's made 11 of his last 12 field goals. They mentioned it twice. They actually throw up another graphic on it, and they're talking about, they, like, they were 
constantly talking about Adam Minotaro. He never fucking misses Dude, that all his kicks. My point is that happens all the time. Every time he kicks in the dome. But this was like aggressive. He just won the Super Bowl kicking in a dome. They said I'm two years ago. Positive they said that in the Super Bowl against the Rams. They had that same fucking stat. This is the same stat, just updated. I don't I don't think they did because well I'm maybe they positive. did positive. Maybe they did. So um, it's like all the announcers say that. And I was and my note is finally they will stop talking about indoor field goals. <laughs> And now you can shut the fuck up about it because everyone was saying it. I was sick of hearing it. I already know that. I watch every Patriots game at that point, you know? Yeah, we'll get to more of it too. But yes, um, yeah, a lot of Vinatieri talk on this. All right. I'm going to get off that before I I go on a rant. Um, I thought thought they were great. So so he kicks the field goal, pats up 10 3, and then. Mm, nothing else happens except the Patriots right at the end of the half end up driving to the Texans 20 and Vinatieri who has never missed Steve I don't know if you know this but he's never missed indoors ever and because they've closed the roof because it was raining in Houston this is technically indoors so he's never missed inside a dome uh, doinks it off the the right upright and the half yeah Yeah, I I knew that so I'm thankful I'm actually glad for him to miss that Mm mm-hmm None so of the commentators were sneaky. They had great points, and they said, you know, you're, there's hidden points there where the Texans had first and goal on the one, and they got three points. I said, that's four points you're going to miss, and they missed it later. And kick the field goal, miss. He said, you're going to miss those points. So, and, all right, let's talk about these these guys. Randy, Randy Cross and Kevin Harlan. So obviously not your your A team, right? But uh, they there's a couple things that bothered me, as there tends to be. They were. I, I don't say like learn a new trick or they were like told to do this, but they loved telling you what the defensive alignment was. It's like, like oh, that. Patriots out in a three, four. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, Patriots out in a four, six. But they said if they're the, if they're playing dime or nickel, you know, they said five defensive backs for Texans. So, you know, they're yeah, playing but, but they didn't like use that information for anything useful. They just like told you. Yeah, as if viewer goes, oh, maybe that means the Texans are expecting pass, you know. But they didn't even do that though. They just they're like, oh, and the Texans come out in a three, four. I was like, well, well but that was it. Us, I guess some of us here, Andy, are smart enough to know. I do know. But and like at, at times he was like, oh, that they, yeah, they only have two down. Four. The Texans only have two down linemen. Like that's he cool. Did, like okay, expand on four. it. These are the only two teams in the whole league playing the three, four. So he's you know making a comment on how these two defenses are some of the only two in the league. And, stroke of luck, who is coaching this team? Dom Capers. Who ends up, you know, play, uh, coaching with the Patriots. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yep. That's right. Good call. Unlike their defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, who's the current Broncos head coach. Oh, I didn't know he was a DC. Yep. Uh, and he's not doing great as a head coach whether or not it's the Broncos situation or him. Let's play that John Elway. They're 12 and 20 in his two years there, which is a 375 win percentage for those of you keeping notes. Did he do better his first two years in no. 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 So he's he's improving. As from mm. defensive coordinator first stint to head coach first stint. Mm, it's about the same. <laughs> uh yeah, but they were also talking about um how Givens out and he had scored an, an overtime touchdown against the Broncos or something. 
I don't. He just mixed up the games. He was talking about uh, the Miami game, maybe. Well, that's what they're like. Oh yeah, he caught a touchdown again in in overtime against Miami. I'm like, well, no, that was Troy Brown. He's like, no, actually, no. Givens caught the overtime touchdown against the Broncos. I'm like, I no. They haven't been in overtime against the Broncos since whatever. He's that was game was intense, you know. It felt like an overtime game with the fake with the intentional, you know, safety and shit yeah, like that. I guess, but had the had the drama intensity of overtime. I don't know. But and lastly on commentating shitting on the commentators section of the, the podcast by Andy Brown. Um I believe it was Randy Cross was talking about the the Patriots' biggest problem was that um they had so many starters that uh, they will dilute their own Pro Bowl votes. So they won't have anybody going to the Pro Bowl because they've had so many starters. <laughs> like, but Ty Law probably gets the votes. So Rodney Harris will get some. It's all stats, and he liked how they operated as a team. They okay. don't care about the stats, which is true. Okay. And great little bit of commentating. He said, this screen game, how many reception yards did Kevin Falk have? He's like, it is the deodorant for this Patriots offense. You know, because they stunk out loud. The whole offense stunk out loud, except for Kevin Falk, your early season MVP. Early dynasty MVP. They're rushing and receiving, because he's right. The rest of the offense did stink. Well. They did not deserve to win this game. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. They they took it over. They had so many penalties. They were so shit. Yeah, and even like their, their typical score both sides of the half which they were kind of set up to do vinatieri hits the upright at the end of the half and then they get the ball coming out of halftime drive down to the texas 35 and uh go for it on fourth right yeah it's it's fourth and five and i don't know if they just like didn't trust that like if it was something going on with them or what but they're like man it's it's kind of out of his range it was long it was like what a 50 yarder yeah it was 50 plus i think Adam hits those, and your commentators, your boys, there, like, oh, Adam Vinatieri is like money from a fifty plus. He's got a, as long as fifty seven, so there should be a chip shot for him. And then the page like, now he's gonna go for a fourth and five and turn they didn't get downs. it. Nope, Brent should have had it. Why would you go? The offense kind of, you know, stunk. There's no big plays really. There's the one yep. Bethel, a uh, couple late, late, you know. Well, and even on that play, they they took a deep shot too. Uh, which almost made me think of like they were fine with giving up that field position because their defense was so good. And um, the Texans had done literally nothing so far in the first half. And it worked out because uh, the Texans only from the 34 got to about midfield before they had to punt. And they actually pointed out, I'll give you this point. uh, They pointed out that the Patriots were actually doing a little bit of the zero blitz yeah. that we'd seen work more recently in that, what, the, the what were they calling themselves? It didn't work. It, oh, in the Jets, the seeing ghost Darnold game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well, quite well, the same, but yeah. But it was that defense, whereas the zero blitz, they had no strong okay. save. But it, it was also the blitz that bit the Cowboys in the ass last week against the Patriots, yeah. where the only plays the Patriots actually got yards off of where the Cowboys did that zero blitz. So I don't know if that was like Belichick Definitely was. Give it a big old middle finger to Bill Parcells. Well, like, oh, blitz, yeah. You can blitz like inexperienced Tony Banks, which right. blitz inexperienced yeah. Tom Brady. He's got a Super Bowl win. That's know? right. He feasts on that blitz. Yep. Um, but yep. speaking of Bill Belichick, uh, this was, they, they showed a stat that he was in this game 500 
for his career. So this would be the last time he'd be 500, right? Oh, for sure. Because he'll never, because he goes on this massive win streak and he'll never lose that many in a row. So uh, not only was he 500, but he was 69 and 69. Ooh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, you can watch this game just for that if you want. Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, what's the timestamp when that uh, stat comes up, Andy? Oh, good question. Did I screenshot it? I don't think I did. I'll have to go back and find it. Jeez. Put that in the highlight. <laughs> How's it not the highlights on the website? That's true. It should be. It should um, definitely be. <laughs> right after that, the possession, though, Tom Brady throws a stupid pick. Yeah, he does. Um, Returned it to R29. So, like, if the Patriots had not just played like a bunch of assholes, they would have won this game easily. But they just turned it over at terrible times. Yep. Got so lucky. Yeah. The dumb penalties, kill drives, and just let the Texans hang around and actually take a pretty good lead. Right. So instead of like putting the game away there, like the the each side of the half scoring a couple points in the middle there, and being up by a couple of scores because they went into the halftime 10-3. Uh, could have been 13-3 and then like score again on the, the second half and now you're up by two scores. Instead, Brady gets picked off. Texans start at the Patriots 11. I think it was like two plays later, Andre Johnson had a touchdown. Um, so now it's tie game, 10-10. Yeah, Texans feel pretty good about themselves. Right, but then Brady in true Brady fashion gets the ball back and immediately storms right down the field again in like fuck you mode. Uh, this is where he hits JJ Stokes to get it inside the ten yard line. Thirty one yard bomb. Yeah, that was that was your JJ Stokes uh, snapchat siding, yeah, of the game. And so going into like Brady gets sacked on third down in the last play of the third quarter. So fourth quarter starts with Vinatieri hitting a, a short field goal, which he actually makes. So off the Schneid again, kind of. Um, and now we're in the fourth quarter, and this is where shit just kind of goes a little wild because it's. It was 10-10 at the end of the third, and this game ends 23-20. In overtime. Right. Three seconds left. In overtime, right. So, And Vinatieri yeah. just kicked the field yeah. goal to make yeah. it 13-10. Just skip to this quarter, you know? You don't need to see it. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. So skip to the fourth quarter. We've, we've talked you through all of it. Yeah, just you should. we should mark what time that starts. So just get the video and start it at. Yeah, we should. It probably lasts like 45 minutes. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. Just start the second half. Really hours, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and the game is on YouTube, so you can find it on the website. Um, and we'll post a link in the show notes to the website so you can find all this stuff. Um, PatriotsDynasty.info. That's right. Where I used to think it was, I don't know why I thought this when you first started this website, I thought it was Dynasty. It is. But like nasty in all caps. I'm like, like you, you didn't say dynasty. It was like the Patriots dynasty was nasty. We know? put the nasty in the dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that for a good like year. I bet you did. Well, I mean, it is because you can't read probably. So that's just that's you just sound, read what you sound, want to read. Sounding it out. <laughs> oh boy, Steven. Ah. <sighs> How long did it take you to learn how to spell your name? Because it got the PH in there, so it probably wasn't easy. Mm, I don't know. They tried to hold me back in first grade, and mom said no. <laughs> Scarred you for life. True story, yeah. And she had to talk <laughs> to the teachers and said, you're not holding them back. You can't, like, you can't even read. She was like, I'm here. You hold them back. So, and then I went on to second grade. Damn. Good mom can be very convincing, Andy. You know that. This is true, yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to add. She's very convincing. That British accent, people are like, oh, 
You're so charming and convincing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, she convinced a lot of people to do a lot of things. I won't give you a speeding ticket. Yeah. Oh, she, well, that's because she used to cry or pretend to cry when she got pulled over. And being British, you know. Doing like 80 on the back roads in her little fucking Z4. Jesus. Some people. <laughs> I wonder what she's yelling at the, the radio right now because I know she's listening to this. She's probably quilting. She's getting all fired up. She'll tell you about it. She's, she's oh yeah. I'll get I'll get the text. We'll we'll, we'll read it next next week. <laughs> so let's get into the uh, fake tuck rule because that's the next big play here. It is yeah. Because so, because yeah, the Patriots hit the field goal to start the quarter, and then Texas Texans immediately go three and out and punt it, and so New England again drives straight down the field. Um, like they even like Brady tries a. He did this a couple times a game, but he tried a QB sneak on third and like five. Yeah. And the last time he got, he picked up seven. And this time he picked up four. So it's uh, three. So it's fourth and two. And they'll just run it straight down the Texans' throat with Kevin Falk, who picks up. That's not, that's not just four be yards. like they're just getting big chunk plays. It's three yards, 12 yards, three yards, two yeah. yards, three yards, four yards. So again, that's kind totally. of how things been. Like the Patriots yeah. offense is just like barely stringing it together, you know? Yeah. But it kind of felt inevitable too. Like they're just sure. picking up steam and just only because the Texans' offense was absolute hot garbage. Hot. It was as it hadn't been for our turnovers, they would have like zero points. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. They haven't been able to actually do anything. Maybe get a field goal, but because we've been keeping them in the game, they've been just taking advantage. They've been capitalizing when they've been given some yeah. turnovers. Which I think the the commentators were kind of alluding to that's kind of how this team was yeah. running where they game, which is true. Yeah. And they were yeah, they were next week we got the Colts, the who are also like eight and two or whatever. Yeah. But they were yeah, they were because they they would just like hang in with teams because they're good defense and then try to capitalize on the mistakes. And the Patriots made plenty of those. Which is kind of a Patriot strategy anyways. Yeah. And I um, think what this past season, after maybe, one of these, after one of these touchdowns, there was one of his touchdown passes every three games, and and you win it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But after one of these touchdowns, they even said, "Commentators like, I don't know what that noise is. It's either fireworks or it's the sound of the trap snapping shut like on the that. Patriots' leg." They, they talked about it all. God, oh, I love that one. God, you would. Which I know exactly when they say that it's coming up. Tom Brady fumbles it again. Yeah, throws it backwards. They were almost saved by the tuck rule, but they weren't because the tuck rule is still in effect. Sure is, but instead he actually threw it backwards. Yeah, it was was, was actually a very similar looking play to the snowball. Unseen linebacker coming off the edge and just... Yeah, so this guy was from his blind side, but yes. Um, And so, yeah, they just converted the fourth and two and they're like inside Texans territory. And Brady gets hit from behind. Fumble like literally fumbles the ball backwards as if he like threw it backwards, and one of the Texans linebackers picks it up on like the full sprint and gets down to Houston thirty six. Fumbles it on thirty five. They take it all the way to New England's thirty one. Yeah, and so starting there, they would eventually convert one of their few third downs because Texans. This I did take a screenshot of. Houston Texans on the season were converting third downs at 33.3%. Oof. Not great. Well, it was to Andre Johnson. I mean, and they were two Andre in this game. He they were looked- two of nine on the game until the, this Andre Johnson third and nine conversion. 
he had a tough first half, but he uh, he picked it up in the second half, which is yep. I mean, this is game what ten for him or whatever it is. Yeah, or twelve or whatever. I think we're in week twelve. As a pro, and he's getting covered by Ty Law. Right, taunting the shit out of him, but he doesn't convert a third <laughs> down. In the end, so. But they actually even like before the game started, they were talking about how oh, we talked to Ty Law, and yeah, he's hurt, but usually he would cover the uh, like the leading wide receiver and just like follow him across the field wherever he goes. But they're so happy with Tyrone Poole and the way he's covering that Ty Law is just going to play one side of the field, and if yeah. AJ goes the other side. He's just going to be covered by Tyrone. They tried to go after him too. Tyrone Poole played really well. Tyrone Poole had himself a game in this game. He, uh, he similar to like the Steph uh, Jacksonville AFC Championship yeah, battle. The Gilmore, yeah. Similar, but it was kind of over his head more and not like a dive out. It was a, oh, yeah. a very similar play. Yeah. And and he's been doing that for the past few weeks in a row now. Like they keep targeting him on the deep ball and he covers it textbook every time. He's in the receiver's back pocket. Yeah. And as the ball gets there, he tips it away. Doesn't go over your side, just just tips it away. A lot better than I remember. I'll say that. Tyrone Poole. Yeah, he's like you could almost call him a shutdown corner this year. Yeah, he was. He's not allowing anything. It was like the early Brandon Browner days, but he wasn't as physical, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having that like solid number two, two, on one and two are both sweet. Yep, exactly. And so he's better than like he can easily cover the number two uh, wide receiver on any offense, basically. Andre Johnson had 13 targets, four catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Wait, how many targets? 13. Yeah, how is it? That's the next highest on their team was three, and then a couple of guys at two. Holy shit. Yeah, he had. Jabbar Gaffney only had one. He only thrown once to Jabbar Gaffney. That's an insane. They threw it 13 times at Andre Johnson yeah. and threw it 12 times not at Andre Johnson. <laughs> and he had four catches for 37 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, but like they, he got that big touchdown, that big moment, and that's true. He had a good second half, and I even yeah. Before. I mean, for what their anemic offense was, he did. A, he was the only one doing anything. He was there, he Kevin Falk, that, basically. Who scores that touchdown after the Tom Brady fumble? There, uh, their tight end Miller. Uh, you don't know his first name. Um, really? Billy Miller, <laughs> woof, rough name. Uh, that, that was bad parenting. Rhyming your your kids' names, Billy Billy Roshan Miller. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, long time tight end. Played quite a few years. Pretty much at this point, doing everything because he was so wide open that that's the one where Rodney Harrison slips and like, dude had no defender within ten yards of him. Oh, yeah, it's super open because, yeah, like you said, Ronnie Harrison fell on this. And I wrote, they're doing everything they can to lose this game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything they can. Yeah. There's some 10 from the 16. And not only that, yeah, not only that is they, they do that, right? They allow the touchdown off of Brady's fumble, get the ball back, immediately go three and out, and then they have their punt blocked. So Texas start again on the New England 20-yard line. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because this is... I, I don't even think I've, I've said this yet, but I tried to have Ryan's story on today because you'll if you listen every week, you remember we had him on for a loss because like we only watch shitty games together. Every game we watch together, the Patriots either lose in terrible fashion, and this was the one game we've watched where they won. And when I was talking to him, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. They lost that game, didn't they? And then he looked at it and was like, oh, wait, they, they won that game? I don't even remember feeling that good. Like it didn't because it sucked. 
Yeah. They tried their hardest to lose this game. Well, even on that three and out with the punt block, Tom Brady fumbles and gets it back yeah. on third down. No, I, I think he, he fumbled it on second down, then got sacked on third down or something no, like he, that. It was a, the, third. the drive was an absolute trap, like whatever it was. He, the third down and five, he fumbles a snap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then they get the punt blocked and Belichick, he cuts the Belichick and he looks so fucking mad. He is livid. Because <laughs> it's first and 10 on our 20. Yeah. Then after they just scored a touchdown. Right. And you're already down a touchdown. Yeah. A minute later, two minutes later. Yeah. So it's, oh no, you're down four because you're down 17, 13 at this point. So Texas, the Texans start during the 20 and just immediately go three and out because the defense just fucking nuts up and yep. says, nah. We're just not having this. Willie Willie started fucking taking over right this yeah. point. So that's that's their second like huge red zone stop, apart from the goal line one at the beginning of the the game, and now this one, and it's just like this defense, like you know what? No, we're gonna drag you through this. We're gonna make you, gonna give you one one last chance. The Texans settle for field goal, and there's a few minutes left. Um, Patriots get the ball. Like inside at, the, at their own 20, I want to say, because they had a good kick return, but that got called back for holding because, of fucking course, it did. Yeah. Unlike Dan Klecko, of all people, who three minutes, four seconds, first and 10 from your 20, yeah. down by a touchdown. And right. Two timeouts. Yeah. yeah. So it gets, so it gets to uh, third and 10, I think, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing this off the top of my head. And um, they get a first down on their first play. And then, oh, right. Yeah. Cause Brady, Brady like threads the needle to, uh, Dion. to Dion Branch for one of his like two catches on the entire game. Wasn't even targeted really. And then, yeah, first down, second down, just completely incomplete. Third and 10. Like, this is, this is your drive. You got to score here or else you're going to lose a game. And Brady run around the pocket looking like fucking Michael Vick or someone. He had some good escapability, actually. He had some great... He, like, spun out of a tackle because he kind of... He was backing, like, to his left, like, backed into the the defensive end that came there and spun out of him and then kind of, like, ran over to the right and then back to the middle. your highlights on this. uh... Oh, I have. It'll be up on the site once this this goes. I I grabbed that one. You got the two touchdowns on here, and there's a lot more great plays like that one. Well, that that's that's the only other good play. These are kind of hidden plays because <laughs> he doesn't score a touchdown, but he throws that awesome ball to Daniel Graham, who'd been yeah. absolute crap. Yeah, who actually hangs on to it? Great My catch! Is, if you're gonna catch one, Graham, at least it was that one. That's the one. Yeah, 33 yards on third down. Because Tom Brady did everything to like make keep the play alive. Yeah, he was dead, and he kept it alive. Yeah. And that throw was like it was just, a uh, sweet throw. Yeah, yeah, it was a missile. So it hits Graham for 33. Yeah. And then uh, comes straight back and screen to Falk for twenty one. Now the pages are in business. This is their. This is where their deodorant quote was. Oh, was it? Yeah, they're like they're like, dude, that deodorant is the because like they're just catching them. And they they've been screening them to death. They have, and yeah. yeah, and the the Texans had no answer for it whatsoever. They're still just running straight up field, and there was some good quality, like they were they were doing the. They did one screen where they faked, like they faked the screen to the left to Falk, and then Brady spun around the screen to the other side to Patrick Pass, who was playing yeah, fullback. They've, they've always had a great screen game, you know? Yeah. You haven't seen it as much of late. That's true. I feel like. True. But yeah, back in the day, their screen game was phenomenal. 
Um, but so they get inside the um, inside the Texans' ten yard line, right? And yep. it's yep. third and five, and they do a quick draw to Kevin Falk, who picks up like four and three quarters. Yeah, I think the spot was iffy, but it's fourth and one from the four. Yeah, with under a minute left, and so they do play action. Brady rolls out to his right and is like, "Bootleg, dude." They called the bootleg. It was the naked boot. It wasn't a naked boot. It was the it was the give going left, and he boots, and the and the end guy doesn't fall for it. Does not fall. So Brady's like passes the the cornerback off to the corner, and he doesn't fall for it. So his tight end is covered, and Brady's like running there, getting chased. On fourth and one. And like running like backwards diagonally away from the play. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, I've seen this. Away before. from the pressure. Yeah. Goes against his body to Graham. Yeah. Into double coverage. And Graham just like plucks it out of the defensive back's hands as he's going to the ground for the tying touchdown with 40 seconds left. Like, talk about redemption. Man yeah. dropped his first three balls to the point where the commentator was talking about how, uh, He's like, oh, have you seen Little Giants where the kid who can't catch is like talking to his hands? It's like, Daniel Graham's going to get to that point. <laughs> Dude. Brady, I just looked it on the highlight. Brady threw the ball from the 14-yard line on fourth and four. Running backwards. Yeah. Yeah, from, from four yards in the goal line. So he threw it 18, probably. He threw it all the way to the back of the end zone. So he probably threw that ball you know, 30 yards on the run backwards. Yeah. And hit Graham in the hands, who held onto it this time. Yeah. Uh, probably Graham's best touchdown. He threaded, he threaded the needle. So Sweet. You can take those highlights and just like slow them down. You can see him thread the needle. Yep. Between two defenders at the goal line. And Graham just out jumps the cornerback. And yeah. Uh, the throw is exactly where it needed to be. Like you couldn't really put it anywhere else. Dude, and Rabe was, was in there. Yep. Ray, yeah, Rabe was the first one to congratulate yeah, him. He's super and Klecko was the uh, the fullback, I think, because yeah, they were talking they, about that. They did hard run. Yeah. Naked bootleg like booted it ballsy and it was covered and it still worked yeah. anyway. Build it, one yeah. of those Brady yeah. wasn't gonna let that not work, yeah, which is yeah, different than what okay. we see nowadays. Awesome, one of the championship plays out of Brady right there. Yep, oh, so, yeah, all oh, that's when you knew, right? It was fucking when all the pressure was on, yeah, Brady's at his best. He's, it's it's that comparison. I mean, going back to watching Brady this week as a Buccaneer playing against the uh. Sure. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Packers, and Aaron Rodgers, he's kind of the opposite. Like, he plays big until he gets to the big moment and just doesn't seem to, I don't know. It's not that he can't handle. He just doesn't seem to make the right decision, I guess. He just doesn't. I mean, Brady has that, and no one else really, maybe Montana has that same, just extra gear, you know? Yeah, that killer instinct like right at the end. those big moments, you like if he hadn't made that third and ten play, he wouldn't even have the opportunity to the fourth and right. one with the boot, you know? But when it's third and long, and you've seen this, I mean, but, I can think of but, a bunch yeah. of plays off the top of my head of like, it's third and long and the season's on the line, so or the, even the game's on the line or whatever, and Brady completes it and like gets 17 on third and 16, you know, against the Jaguars and their top-ranked defense. He also gets incredibly lucky, too. Sometimes. And he comes up in overtime. Let's get there. So uh, speaking of luck, uh, some bad luck on the Patriots' part because the Texans win the toss. Did you hear the? Did you hear the off mic fuck? Yeah, from Tom Brady. From the Patriots when they lost it. That was Tom like, Brady. Because because <laughs> he called tails. He's like, we want tails. I want that one. And then I think somebody on his team was like, really? He's like, absolutely. And then he flips it to his heads. He's like, fuck. 
<laughs> and they definitely didn't cut away from that quick enough. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so Texans receive the ball. First play from scrimmage, your boy Tony Banks gets picked off by Mike Rabel of all people and returns it to the Texans 23. This game's fucking over. Yeah. Pa- Patriots three runs up the middle. The third one is their, their patented Tom Brady fall to the middle of the field. QB sneak to set it up perfectly. So 23 yard field goal from dead smack dab in the middle of the field. And at this point, you know, it's talking about how the Texans has as a franchise have never blocked a field goal. Adam Vinatieri has, hasn't had a field goal block since opening day, 1998. Before we get there, Pretty sure this is Mike Vrabel's first INT. No, he's had one. Uh, he has four this season. He's had one against Miami. I think it was Brady's second start. No, it's two this season. The game started with a with a with an interception by Mike Vrabel and then went down. Uh, from there. He had two in 2001. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I remember one of them. Um. But yes, yeah, so the first interception though. Overtime, first play, game. Game over. Yes. Yeah, like, oh thank God. Let's get, let's get the fuck out of here. Trot him out there. He's only missed one field goal in a dome. Yeah. At this point, like I'm sitting at Ryan's stories after a very heavy night of drinking. I'm super hungover. I'm like, let's just end this so I can go back to sleep. Uh Adam and Terry gets his field goal. His field goal from the 23-yard line blocked. And you're like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This game is never going to end. I was about to turn it off. I actually didn't even know what time was left. And I was like, I'll turn it off right after this and put the Celtics on. And then it blocked. And I was like, didn't see that coming. Nope. <laughs> I should have because I saw how long the second half was. I really should have like put two and two together. And be like, why is there an extra 30 minutes on this? And yet. <laughs> uh, and then from there, the Texas drive like inside New England territory, get to the 40. And this is like, they have a good Before kicker too. To talk about the, the announcers jinxing them, double jinxing the block. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? The, yeah, the Texans have never blocked a field goal, and Adam Vinatieri hasn't had a field goal blocked. Yes. Yeah, in their in their history as a, a team. Yes. And right. Adam Vinatieri, last time he had a field goal block was opening day 1998. That's I mean we're 2003, so that's five yeah. years. Right. He hasn't had a kick block in five years. So, of course, you know what happens. gets blocked. Of course. Because of fucking course it does. And then the Texans drive to about New England 40, right? And so they have a decision to make. They, they, this is the best their offense has looked in a while. Yep. This is the first drive they put together outside of the first quarter. Yeah, because they've been on the sidelines the whole time. Right. Um, so they drive to the New England 40-yard line, and they have a decision to make, and their decision apparently is to punt it. Yes, you know, I thought this is They'll be back. God, I thought this is the worst decision ever. By punting, playing not to lose. Oh, so you know, bad. I so hate bad. that. I hate that. Yeah, punting from the New England forties. It's such a tough you know? look. I mean, but we've seen a that a lot against these Patriots look, teams. But like, just go for it. You know, like just try to win. If you hit that, you're you're you got the yeah. win. Game over. Already had possessions too. You know, or actually didn't even count. Them. Didn't even matter at that point. Right. First to score wins. I, t- I mean, they did pin New England inside their own 10, right? Oh, their strategy actually works. Yeah. Because, they, yeah, the page is, oh, this is where Brady got sacked, isn't it? They go three and out, Brady gets sacked on third down, and they're punting out of their own end zone? No. No? All right. Well, whatever. It's it's around here. 
I they go know. four yards. <laughs> no, yeah, four yards. No gain. Nine yard sack. They're on their thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, on their four. Right. And so the Patriots basically punt from their own end zone, and Texans do nothing. <laughs> well, they don't need to because like they already start in field goal range. They get it on the Patriots thirty-five. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Ken Walter was freaking 31 yard punt. Just, oh, I actually looked away at that point. So I was glad I didn't see that. Such a bad game. And Ken, this is a bad season for Ken, Ken Walter in general. Sucks. Like, he's suck. I, I didn't expect he's anything better out of him. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not at this point of this season. He's punter just, in the AC. They keep saying that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I think he's maybe the second worst in the league. If not the worst at this point, he's just not good. He's so bad. Um, last time. But the, yeah, so uh, the drive chart for this next drive: Dominic Williams, right tackle, no gain. Left end minus five yards. And now they're back on the New England forty again. And what do they do? They, they go punt. at uh, Pool, and Pool makes a great is Willie for tackle, no gain. Willie tackle five yard loss. Yeah, and then Tyrone Pool makes a fantastic play on on third down on Andre Johnson. But was it wasn't even like they they were they were going for the shot again. It was like a twenty yard route. Yeah, and like if they had picked up the the five yards that they lost, like that's that's a they're in field goal range. They can give it a shot. But instead, they're back on the Patriots forty yard line, and we know from last time they didn't kick a field goal from there. So they punted again, and again fair catch at the fourteen yard line for Kevin so Falk. So Patriots started fourteen. Punting there again, like I don't know, go for it. Just anything. Like just try something, yeah. and uh, then what happens to you? <laughs> and then it's Tom Brady time again. Mm-hmm. So, 16 yards, Kevin Falk. Five yards to Dietrich Ward. 14 yards to Bethel Johnson. 13 yards to Deion Branch. 10 yards to Christian Fourier. And now they're just running because they're, the, they're inside. And this the is also the best the Patriots offense is like. I think because the Texas defense was so tired too at this point. They'd ran, yeah, they've been on the field for so long that, you know. Similar to the Atlanta. This game has yeah. some similarities to Atlanta Super Bowl in that eventually just they just couldn't stand to the onslaught of Tom Brady and they're just. Yeah. And so this, this, this drive was especially inevitable. Uh, but the it didn't end in a touchdown like it did in the Super Bowl. But. Um, they get inside the 20, Kevin Falk up the middle five yards, Kevin Falk on the middle three yards. And on third and two with 45 seconds left, Adam Vinatieri finally manages to connect on a 28-yard field goal. That uh, makes it through the uprights. And the Patriots escape with how many wins is this trap. in a row? Yeah. Snuck out of the trap, managed to, to shed there. The, the trap that closed on their leg. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is now their seventh win in a row. They're nine and two. First place in the AFC East. And they're showing the Chiefs were nine and one and were playing again later in the day. And the Colts were also nine and two after beating the um, after beating the Buffalo Bills coming from behind. In similar fashion, which is great because next week, speaking wait, wait. of those Indianapolis Colts, let me touch on my Brady is lucky and not just great. I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's not great. I'm saying he's great and lucky. Touch it, Steve. Touch the second play of that overtime drive where he just says, "See you later." He throws that brutally bad pick. 
And the safety comes over, intercepts it. Mm. And it was just just way overthrown, just an awful ball. And he gets picked. And there's like a no-doubter, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's that holding penalty on the receiver. And they showed the replay of it pretty a couple times. And I saw nothing there. Yeah, It was like the softest call of all time. And he just got so big because he almost just three minutes left in overtime, throws a pick. Yeah, there was there was a few soft calls in this game. Like they they called um the Texans linebacker for roughing the passer too on Brady's like mm-hmm. game tying touchdown. You're like that's true. He pushed yeah. him as he threw the ball. Yeah. yeah. In today's standards, it wasn't that bad. And back then no. was, this yeah. is actually kind of when it starts, though. It is. It is. Yeah. This season is sort of when it really starts to those uh they call it so much harder. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it was uh <laughs> Yeah, the, I'll, I'll give you that. He was he was lucky on that play. All right, let's do some best and worst. All right, uh, you go first this time. I always go first. Hmm, I'm I'm happy that they didn't jinx the overtime with their they've won eight or seven straight in overtime. They put that up a couple times, so I thought they were going to jinx that too. They also what said that they, they had won 16 consecutive games when leading at halftime too. Didn't manage to jinx that. There was a Josh Beckett sighting. Yeah. the marlins i guess he's yes from- yeah he's a, he's a texas boy we'll see you again josh we sure will about to be a very rich man <laughs> very very rich very rich man, man. Oh. um there was a air horn during a fair catch oh yes yeah. <laughs> like a, a patriots player is catching a punt and they yeah. air horned it right as soon as he's about to catch it which i thought you know Gotta respect that. That's some good hustle. Nah, it's fucked up. Laser just in the eyes, that's not legit. You know? True. But an air horn, I don't know. There's whistles, is there and you gotta be able to concentrate. Yeah, yeah. This is just bad. like making noise. I don't know you can just hold an air horn down. That's just fucking annoying. But if you blew it right when they try to make a catch, I'm kinda in on that. Yeah, get it. And my best of the best. Uh-oh. I don't know if you noticed this, but I certainly did. And the commentators actually very briefly touched on it because like I first noticed it and I was like, oh, I wonder when they're going to comment on it. And they did the first game. And I was like, whoa. Uh, the Belichick cutoff sleeves hoodie. This is the first cutoff sleeve hoodie game. It was so bad. Oh, it was the first. It was the first time they it's talked about dude, it. I'm, I'm telling you, go back and watch it. I've been waiting for this thing. It's so bad. And he has like... They're like something they strapped like, around his chest. Got someone lay out his clothes for them. And I'm thinking like, no way. Does Belichick have someone lay his clothes out for him? Nope. Nope. Just because he won the Super Bowl, buddy. No, nah. he grabbed that out of the dirty hamper. You yeah. fucking know. He's like, oh, fuck it. Uh, that'll do. Yep. Oh, these sleeves are a little long. Let's cut these off real quick. He Where's my box own, cutter? He probably does his own laundry too. You know? Yeah, but badly. He probably just like throws everything oh, in yeah. once a week. It's and it's like, completely overstuff the thing so nothing actually gets clean lets yeah. it sit for a day so it gets all moldy yeah that's what i do yeah yeah just well, like the rest of us cleaning it right away you know i don't get that shit to get moldy i'm not i i, I wash my shit at least twice because yeah. i forget the first time it's not great and then probably the worst you can see ty law super hurt and he was limping everywhere yeah they said something about he had like uh a pec strain or something like that or something no like- it was his his yeah. ankle's been hurt all year he's missed a couple games yeah but his hamstring was also tweaked but they said something about like something to do with his like ribs or his his no, pecs or like cool. something like that too yeah because he because the commentator was like you know that's the sort of shit that would like hurt me getting out of bed 
Yeah. Oh, and he's out there playing a football game with it. They said. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Is that your? That was my best and worst. Love it. All right. Let's see. Um, my best sneaky best was Tyrone Poole, not only playing great defense, but returning punts today. Oh, and yeah. doing a damn good job of it. And Patrick Pass was back on kick returns, and I liked that. I liked Patrick Pass. I, I remember liking him like returning that. kicks, yeah. yeah. Um, but Tyrone Poole, four returns, 42 yards. He's averaging over 10 yards of punt return, which is not, not too shabby. So not bad. He's, yeah, he's concerning on special teams. He's like a number two corner. He's a great signing, and yeah, I got he was this good. Yeah. And his fucking coverage is outstanding. Um, what? Well, uh, I mean, the worst is the first three quarters of this game, <laughs> and the goddamn commentators talking about Adam and Terry never missing so that he would miss. They did talk a lot about how great the field was, though, and I guess there was like trays of grass that they they move in and out. Sure, but they clipped together seamlessly. But then Adam Vinatieri couldn't kick a field goal, and uh, Rodney Harrison fell over nothing. That's not the grass's fault. Bethel Johnson oh, come on, please. had a touchdown that he, he to do what they do, where they just roll it outside and grow it, and then roll it inside. But it's the same idea: grow yeah, it, it outside and then pull it in. So I'm sure it was in good shape, better shape than the Patriots Stadium. That shit. You know what awful. they should have done though, if they wanted to grow grass outside, not put a fucking roof on it. We're well, in Texas. What? Play in the fucking rain. No, dude, How often does it rain in Texas? No, it's so hot. Who cares? Dude, it's fucking ridiculously sprinklers on it. Remember we went to Dallas? It was so fucking hot there. I didn't go there. No, but fuck it. gone because it was so hot. I didn't go because it's like, too fucking hot. Stand outside, like, man. I couldn't even stay outside for more than 30 minutes. We had a pool, too. Dolphins don't stand out. I had to be sitting in the shade in this pool. It's so fucking hot. Well, you're also like the whitest skinned person I know with that forehead. Like, you know, down here, Virginia, <laughs> real hot. Doesn't get that hot. Doesn't get Texas hot, apparently. I couldn't swamp. fucking handle it. Difference, fucking humid. Uh huh. This is no humid's New England. It's a dry heat in Texas. That's fine. But that's why they don't have, that's why they play in the dome because it's so hot. Florida does the same thing. I guess. I mean, the Dolphins don't, but the Marlins do. Sounds like some Rays like do. millennial snowflake bullshit to me. Sitting in the sun, shit sucks. Oh no! How do they, how do they handle it, in Miami? I guess they just do a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Even no idea the fuck's going on. True. Just so much cocaine. Uh, they just sweat it all out immediately. Uh, and my worst, I will do this is uh, they showed a graphic of. Um, the Texans in games following a win. So the week after they win a game, uh, the title of it was one and done because they had never won two games in a row as a franchise yet. They were 0 and 7. They averaged 12 points per game and allowed an average of 30 points a game. And they were outgained 259 to 355. And their turnover ratio was negative 11. Yeah. So they don't this year but because they only win one more game. Right. And not the next game. Right? Right. Or uh, maybe it was. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, they don't matter. win two more in a row. Yeah, because they, they don't win two in a row. Right. So 
Let's see. When's the when's the first time we went to Two thousand four. Yeah, three. Yeah, two thousand four. Week three and four. They go seven they, and nine, and then under, they lose again under Dom. Yeah, they win <laughs> two games in a row, then lose. They they don't win more than two games in a row. When when, when does that happen? And then they go two and fourteen under Capers, and he gets fired. Yeah. Okay. So that's not good. And then yeah, so two thousand six. Still don't win. Oh, they they win their last two games of the season to go six and ten, and get a shitty draft spot. Uh, two thousand seven, they win their first two games and then lose, and then win two games back to back in week fourteen and fifteen, and then oh, they start two thousand eight uh, with four losses. Oh, they win three games in a row. They start off four losses and then win three in a row. It's the first time they win more than two games in a row. Oh boy! It's two thousand. Tom Brady's already gone. Fucking sixteen and zero. Two thousand and eight. Or they can go four and zero. He's already gone sixteen and zero. So that's the first time they win more than two games in a row, and they still finish eight and eight. They have a three-game win streak and a four-game win streak. And Which they follow a four-game up with a three-game lose streak. <sighs> it's not great. And then follow that up with another four-game win streak. Two thousand nine. They have their first winning season. By winning the last four games of the season. Yeah, oh my goodness. I mean, there's there's some big Texan games to come when Andre is yeah. like a, even more of a beast, you know? Right. So yeah. He gets real good in the Matt Schaub years. Yep. Yeah, we'll see that coming up. But before that, we have maybe the regular season game of the, the season, like the, the premiere. Most I remember any of these. I don't even remember any of these games, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I was thinking this. when I was watching this, I was like, I don't even remember who we play in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I really don't. Uh, I can't remember like the AC championship. I for life, you don't tell me. I want to figure it out. He'll figure it out, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so next week it's the nine and two New England Patriots facing the nine and two Indianapolis Colts for battle for I think technically second place in the AFC, yeah, behind at this the point, Chiefs. maybe. Yeah, depending on how the Chiefs do. I don't actually know at this point. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, going to Peyton Manning's house. We haven't been there since the David Patton game, I think. You yeah. know, one. Yes, for sure. So it's been a couple of years. We're back there because they because were... Because they're recently out of the division. Once the Texans joined, that's when the Colts left. Correct. 2002 was when their realignment happened. So yep. they're no longer in the division. Although, I will Ooh. say... One of my favorite uh, Jets statistics is that the uh, Indianapolis Colts have more AFC East championships than the New York Jets do. And they haven't been in the AFC East since 2002. That's, that's great. Uh, the Houston Oilers overall too. also have as many AFC East championships and they haven't been in since like, yeah. who the hell knows how long. Uh, so that's a good time. So yeah, next week, the... The battle wagons meet. It sounds in like he, Greg said he would be on that one. Yeah, oh yeah, he's not going to. He, he said he may even watch the game, so that's how you know it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I have big expectations. So, get ready for a, a five Lombardi watchability score <laughs> or something for uh, next week on the Patriots. Oh wait, before we call out, don't forget um, if you would like to drop us a line, Steve. If people want to get a, a hold of us, yeah, I can't remember it. I'm if you're if you're Mama Brown, what do you do? You just you just fucking call up Steve and yell at him, yeah. Yeah. or um, 
you can text the Dynasty Hotline, 603-505. Troy Brown for three. 8043, that's right. Troy Brown for three. You can Give do that. Text. I can never remember the 505. I'm so bad at it. That's all right. Give us a text. It's SOS. So, you see, Save our right. souls. Troy Brown for three. <laughs> Save our season. Troy Brown for three. Ooh. Oh, not bad. Um, so, yeah, 603 505 8043. If you shoot us a text, we'll probably shout out. Um, and uh, if you're exciting enough, we may even have you on the podcast. We'll see. So, uh, until next week, we will see you then. See you later. See you later.